Hello and welcome back to Trust Issues, the podcast where we track the first 100 days of Liz Truss's premiership. We didn't make it. There we wasn't didn't. 100 days no. to track. Didn't we were so ready. I was. I packed my bag. We were trekking. We were tracking. We were ready. It feels bad that we recorded the podcast yesterday and she immediately resigned. But then again, I feel vindicated because you we did say we were resigned. going to resign. So, Or we said she'd be gone by the next episode. We did. And we were right. So welcome back to the first episode of Trust Issues post-Trust. We live in a post-Trust era. Yeah. 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 I suppose. That's good. Thank you. Is that what the new podcast right? gonna, is? It no, post-Trust era. No, I don't like that. I don't. No, I don't we want. We got to drop the trust. I think it. I don't want every. That's what the Tories were saying. Yeah. yeah. Good. I don't want every year post now to be marked as post-Trust. Yeah, I think we true. need to move on. Anyway, let me introduce both of you because we're started now. Uh, I'm joined as always uh, by Ben Blissett, TLDR UK's lead writer. And for the first time, you got Rory and me on the yeah. same podcast. It's this rare. is Very Rory Taylor, TLDR's Hi. social media coordinator. Do you want to explain the beers? I do. Video viewers will have noticed there are beers on the table. Audio viewers might have just sensed the beers. You certainly will sense the beers by the end. Um, a few, uh, a couple weeks ago, we were number 10 on the UK podcast charts for politics or news or both politics. maybe. Politics, it was knows? just politics. Anyway, we were number 10. And I said that for every one we made it up the chart, we would drink a beer in a future podcast. Today is that podcast. We got to eight. We are now lower than that. Twentieth. Yeah, yeah. Let's not worry we about be numbers. Out pints to people. We should. We should yeah. be. We should be drinking ten pints of water to balance <laughs> it. But we said the highest we got. That's what we drink. So we got to eight. So we're having two pints on today's show. Yeah. And if you're watching along and of legal age, why not join in? Are you allowed to say that? I don't know Probably. if you're allowed to why, say that. Yeah, why not? Legal age thing. I said, I why not? Yeah. No, I'm not saying you have to. <laughs> yeah, why yeah. not? Think about it. I thought we, we were going to have cancelled. the first sip together, but Ben went straight in as oh. soon as you brought well, up Rory, the beer. So cheers. cheers. Oh, I'm yeah. dripping on Ben's notes. <laughs> oh, this is already... <laughs> oh, the professional Alcohol stained. <laughs> okay. So, oh, since we last spoke... Cold. Sorry? It's cold. That's good. That's what you want. Since we last spoke yesterday... Uh, Liz Truss has left number 10. Well, yes. she's still in number 10. She's got but a, she's, maybe a week or yeah. less. Do you reckon she's got the movers ready? That's a quick turnaround. Normally yeah. a lot longer than that. Anyway, she is no longer properly prime minister. She's still acting as prime minister, but she has resigned. Uh, that took a long, long time mm. to get to that point, considering <laughs> yeah. that's the point that everyone already knew. Um, so now the conservatives are looking for a new leader for the hundredth time this year feels yeah like right? it feels yeah. like it yeah. definitely feels run, like it. run the stats on that afterwards but yeah. i think it's a hundred um so they're looking for a new leader we vaguely know who the people are going to be because we only just did this yeah we vaguely know who's popular or not because we just did this and we vaguely know what they stand for uh, because we just did this but before we get to the candidates and we get to the specifics of who could be in number 10, could Boris be coming back? Before we get to that, Ben, you want to quickly run us through the process of how we're going to get there, starting with the nominations. Yeah, so the Tory party leadership election is working a little bit different this time. They're working on a collapsed um, timescale. So previously this year when we had the summer leadership election, as I suppose we should start referring to it as, yes. um, they Oh, needed- that is annoying, isn't it? Mm. They needed 30 MPs yeah. um, to be nominated. Um, and then this time they need 100 mm-hmm. MPs. Now, there were 357 Tory MPs. Okay. So the maximum you can have going through from the nominations on Monday are three. So that's a massive increase. We've gone from needing 30, twi- 30 backers to needing 100 backers. 
What is the reasoning behind that? Why has the threshold been lifted so high? Well, it's basically because um, they are working on a collapsed timescale. Okay. If you had 30, you'd have a lot more MPs going through. Which uh, is what we saw Which is what summer. we saw last time. Then they had multiple rounds. They're aiming to have as few MP rounds as possible mm -hmm. here. So the expectation is probably two will go through. Could be one, could be three, but I think most likely it's probably two. Um, so with 357 MPs requiring 100 it's at least theoretically possible that only one candidate meets the threshold yes. mm. in that case rory what would happen uh in that case that one person would win by default and become leader of the tory party and prime minister it would be uh what is referred to as a coronation Ooh. um which maybe we shouldn't say that now that we do have an actual coronation <laughs> coming up um but yeah so that we, we would know that on monday yeah um and it would mean we'd get the new prime minister monday or tuesday rather than having to wait till friday which would be wild yeah trust probably ought to start packing our boxes now just in just case, in case. you don't want to move out that quickly exactly so it presuming that doesn't happen because if that does happen that's kind of crazy because mps will have got a say but no one else will have done yeah not the country not membership just mps presuming the there are at least two candidates that make it through two or three then what happens who gets a voice at that point so if there's three mm -hmm. uh, there'll be the mp's vote to whittle it down to two um the person who has the least votes very quick whittle from yeah. three to two <laughs> exactly <laughs> we yeah. had a big old whittle in the summer this yeah. is a tiny whittle yeah. so it would go from three to two um and if there were just two um then you obviously wouldn't have that first whittling down round yes um once you get to two and sorry, with the whittle. Oh yes, the whittle is the top two go through. There's sure no like yes. further requirement. Yeah, that's it. It's just the loser of the whittle is out. Is whittled and the out. Top two, and they're through. whittled in. Yeah, lovely. Um, and then those two, those top two, um, there will be one. What's the word they use? Indicative vote. Indicative. Yeah, yes. one indicative vote of Tory MPs. Yeah. Um, voting for either of those two, just to give a sense of who the mm. Tory. Uh, parliamentary party are backing so that obviously we'd have some idea from the first whittling yeah but once we'd whittled the third place out <laughs> yeah those whittlers would then get another shot at the whittle to reassign their votes to one of the top two which will give yeah. us a better How indication you're making this which will yeah. give us a better indication of with the whittle whittled <laughs> we yeah. get a better idea of which whittle they want correct yeah uh, I think so. Yes. Assuming I, I understand you're used to the word whittle. I don't even know what you were saying. Word, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, basically it just gives us an idea uh, of who the who the MPs want. Yes. Um, which which could which, impact. Yeah, which will be definitely be interesting, but it also could cause even more trouble if the membership go a different way. Yeah. I mean, very that. simply, they get down to two MPs. How could it be more simple? Did you hear my explanation? <laughs> what? I just want to make this very we're clear in the same for room, listeners right? and viewers, which is that uh, you, you once... So on Monday, you get uh, up to three people, mm -hmm. uh, MPs getting through, up to three candidates getting through. Yeah. That's brought down to two following yeah. another vote. And at the very end, the MPs actually vote on those two just to give the membership an idea an of the support. Okay. Hence indicative. Which is important too, because the big issue that the new prime minister will have, or one of them, they've got yeah. many, is bringing the party a bit more together again. Because realistically, they can't bring it totally together, but they want to unify as much as they can. Yeah. And if the membership end up choosing someone who doesn't even have majority support going in, that task is a lot harder. So that indicative vote could end up being indicative. Yeah. <laughs> um, though, okay, so 
we've talked about whittling a lot, but realistically, the most likely outcome is that no more than two will go through, right? Because Correct. if we've, so. we've got 357 voters to get them each in a hundred, yeah. like you've barely got margin for error there. So it's unlikely the whittle will happen. It'd be disappointing because I think everyone's we want to, be nice really to ready for whittling. So there'll only yeah. be what just to be clear yeah. to people who don't understand your usage of the phrase whittle. Um, it's likely if, if someone's confused by whittle, they've tuned out yeah. by now. It's likely that we will only have one round. There will be two candidates who get more than one hundred MPs mm -hmm. backing them, and, that, and, and that's it. Okay, so if two candidates make it through, yes, there's no whittle. No, but. Do we still have an indicative vote? Do the, yes. the members still will get an indication of who the MPs prefer? Yes. Co great. Though, to be fair, if there's only two members, we should roughly know who the more popular yeah. one is anyway, because yeah. people on make spreadsheets. Well, actually, good point. I've said yes definitively there, but if there are only two... No, I would expect so. You still should. Yeah. Yes. I if would not, we recommend it, right? Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would be very surprised Graham if watching. not. Yeah. He is. Do it. We know yeah. he is. Yeah. Okay, so... MPs get to choose, regardless of Whittle or no Whittle, we'll have maybe, okay, we, I was about to say Whittle or no Whittle, we'll definitely have two, that's not true. We could just have one. We could have the coronation, but let's ignore that for the moment, because for our purposes, that's the boring outcome. Yeah. Assuming we get, we get down to two, whether it's Whittled, whether it's not Whittled, then what happens? Who is deciding post-Whittle who gets through? The membership. Yeah. Couple, the membership being conservative party members party, conservative party members yeah and that's so they, anyone they who's paying 25 pounds a month and, and has, has a, been a year member and has a card and has been a member for more than a month i think it's more than a month three months it? i think yeah something like that oh, I, I think it's three one, months yeah three though you can be a tortoise apparently and still yeah. get through but yeah. i'm sure comes that later so conservative party members will vote yes but in theory because it's kind of a truncated process that we've only they're only going to be voting throughout the duration of next week they'll have opening four days, monday closing yeah. friday Five we don't days. we don't know that yet though we think that. yes it could be tuesday um Either it's going to be, be the duration yeah. of next week yes but the point is between tuesday and friday they can vote it's likely to be an online only vote and we'll probably get the results over the weekend yeah so voting will close on friday mm -hmm. and we'll probably get the results over the weekend i don't so no matter, I matter don't as long as there case. are two or three i'm pretty sure we'll get the result on friday we could get it on friday it's complete we, we don't i'm we sure don't. oh i thought graham brady said we will have a winner by friday or something we like that I suppose you would I technically th have yeah, a winner. winner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. Uh, he's got it's you there. Grammar. Very clever. It's a suggestion yeah. that it will either be Friday or yeah. over the weekend. But the point is, voting will happen through next week. Well, yeah. The uh, the results will be announced very swiftly after. Whether that's Friday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday, we yeah. don't know yet. But it's it's going to be one of those. Yeah. And then we presume the following week they'll probably go to the king to go and. Um, you know, become the next prime minister. So it's it's, it's a very very short process. So and it also makes you wonder. Almost makes you wonder why we had such a, a very long wow. leadership election over the, the summer. Cynicism, then we can't <laughs> um, cope. So, <laughs> regardless, at we earliest vote. we'll have a new prime minister by beginning of next week if we have the coronation yes. model that Rory explained. The slowest is potentially week beginning of the week after. Regardless, we're going to have a new prime minister very soon. They obviously, the Conservatives said the other day, they want the new con Prime Minister in place before the fiscal statement which yes. on, Halloween. on Halloween. Tuesday. Which can yeah. we just, I don't think we've said this before, 
what terrible optics. Why are yeah. you having a Halloween? Like you're literally writing the headlines. <coughs> it's a headline Har- Harry, stream, isn't it? Harry Cole of The Sun, who's the editor of yeah. The Sun, um, came out and said, from, on the behalf of tabloid editors everywhere, thank you, mm. as in, it's for crazy. making it on Halloween. Yeah, it's going to be, you're going to have all sorts of front pages on Halloween about the I'm sure statement. you are. Okay, before we move on to who's likely to succeed through the whittling, um, let's quickly talk about the online aspect of this. So previously, how did the vote work over the summer? What was the process over the summer? Was it a similar online system, but slower? Or was it entirely different? For the Tory members over the summer, they had an option of voting by post mm-hmm. or online. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, you know, th- I think the length of time was to allow postal votes to go in and also to allow you know a period of campaigning Mm -hmm. um whereas the next week of just online votes is uh there's not gonna be much time for campaigning i think they said there'll be one um they call it a broadcast event so effectively a tv debate sure there'll be enough time for that but um yeah so it'll be a week of voting online this time no postal votes Mm -hmm. um and over the summer there was this issue of security related yes. to the online vote which gchq yeah stepped in. yeah um so now that it's just an online vote it kind of raises the stakes even more so you mm-hmm. really hope they will uh, i mean as secure. well because this new prime minister presuming it's not boris johnson which is a possibility yeah. doesn't really have a mandate of their own by any definition they will have been brought in by conservative MPs and potentially, depending on the process, conservative members. But you're still talking about a very small segment of the electorate. Yeah. And we can have an argument and we will likely have an argument around whether that's legitimate, especially three prime ministers removed from two or two prime, prime ministers, ministers removed, removed from the one who last got elected, yeah. presuming it's not Boris again. We'll likely have arguments whether that's legitimate, obviously. Gordon Brown got criticism when he took over that his he wasn't legitimate. Theresa May, same thing. But they were only one prime minister removed. Exactly, yeah. and I'm, so this is clearly an escalation of that. And there may be calls for a um, general election, regardless. But, the, but especially because we've got this kind of added confusion. It's rapid. It's online. I think the demand for that could be even higher because the legitimacy does seem slightly more questionable. There's also the very real possibility that the members don't get a say next week. Yes. It's a very real possibility that on Monday only one candidate yeah. gets over 100 um, MPs nominations and yeah. they will just by default become the next and prime I minister. Think, I think the party, the Conservative Party, probably secretly want that to happen. Yes, yeah, think, that would be better I think for design, them. Everyone the design. who's not in the Conservative Party possibly so, wants that to happen mm, as I think well. it's important to note that this isn't the standard way that Tory party leadership elections work. They've clearly drawn these rules up specifically yeah. and they, they've done that um, in such a way to serve their own ends. And, yeah. and those ends being that they, as, as you've both said, it's probably because they don't really want it to go and to they, the membership. They don't really want to go to the membership Partly because last time it didn't go down that well. Conservative MPs wanted Sunak broadly. Yeah. And Conservative members voted Trust. And whatever mitigating factors you want to say to say Trust had other issues, Putin's illegal war in Ukraine, etc. She clearly didn't do the job that MPs necessarily wanted her to. So you can see why they might want to take power out of their hands. But beyond that as well, surely they're hoping to draw a line under this to have a more unified front going forward and having whether it's one broadcast event or two or ten or whatever they don't want more blue on blue fighting in the next few days ahead of a new prime minister who's trying to pull the party together so from an optics perspective clearly better to have one person on monday okay so on the online voting again sorry just to circle back quickly 
there was obviously the concern from GCHQ, even on the extended timeline, they actually delayed voting yeah, over the summer as um, well. We got the results at the same time, but I think they extend they. They kept the voting open. Yeah, they kept it open Mm. longer. So we've got that concern. We've also got, I mean, Tortoise, uh, who are an online kind of news agency, they reportedly registered a tortoise to vote, a made-up British person with Margaret Thatcher's maiden name and an American. They registered all of those to be Conservative Party members. And were they able to actually vote or did they become members? Well, because they did that uh, thing late yeah. uh, outside the threshold of when you needed to join to be able to vote they couldn't vote but obviously had they done that a few months in advance they would have been able to vote um, so there's clearly concerns yeah. around the security of this system and especially in the climate we're in right now you can see there's people who might want to meddle in yeah. this i mean obviously you've got a limited palette of options it's not like they're gonna elect boaty mcboatface <laughs> they've got kind of two choices yeah but there is clearly a concern there with the online element that potentially there could be some interference either foreign or domestic either way we'll see whether we get down to that level of whittling yeah but let's move on from the system itself because we've been talking for a while and what people want is names faces and politics yeah. so do we want to run through the people who are most likely to become prime minister at this stage yeah sure okay. so um Ultimately, there are only really three names here. You know, over summer, we had a, a number of names. We had like Suella Braverman, Kemi Bardenock, people like that. Um, there was even Raymond, Raymond Chisty. Yay. Hey, hey, exactly. Exactly. Who, uh, uh, also known as who? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Sat there was there's some <laughs> old material there. <laughs> Just for viewers, I've made this joke in the office a few times. Um, anyway, uh, so there was a lot of candidates, some of which weren't as well known. Yeah. This time round, there is only really three. Okay. And that is uh, Rishi Sunak, mm-hmm. Boris Johnson, Penny Mordaunt. Okay. They are the three. Um, so far, it seems that uh, Rishi Sunak is yet again ahead in mm-hmm. terms of the the, the he was numbers, last time too, numbers though, of support. So... To be clear, it is only Friday. He's got the weekend to yes. canvas and, and Monday. So... None of these three, well, no one has actually announced as an official candidate yet. Yes. No. Um, so... And the maximum, we can, but we can presume that those three probably will. I think. I mean, yes. if they also if they reach the threshold, like, yeah, why, why wouldn't, they? Why wouldn't <laughs> yeah. you? Well, um, the other thing to note is that obviously it is only Friday afternoon. The maximum that any of them have, which is Rishi Sunak, mm-hmm. it's only just over fifty. So they're not actually close to the. Threshold As we yet. sit here right now, it's fifty-six for Sunak. Yes, at least according to this printout in front of me. So this could already be out of date as we record. Yeah. Yes. Who knows? But so he's just over half. Johnson sitting at forty, and Morden at sixteen. 16. So Sunak has the lead at the moment, but he did during the whole campaign last yeah. time and didn't get the point, it. So this is what's important here. Yeah. If Rishi Sunak is trying to win by being the only person to surpass 100, mm-hmm. this is relevant. Okay. This is relevant that, that, that he is ahead and he, he could potentially be. So from my perspective, I think that there are two likely options. Sunak is the only person to get over 100. Yeah. And if these numbers matter, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. The other option is that I think Johnson also gets over 100 and then it's a member vote. But if that goes to the membership, I think that the, it's very likely that Johnson will beat Sunak. Okay. But I don't know. I think they're both. I would say that they're at 50-50, whether Sunak gets outright mm-hmm. 100 and he's the only one to get 100 on Monday and becomes yeah. the prime minister. Or it's that Johnson and Sunak get over 100 mm-hmm. and then there's a, a member vote and then I think Johnson wins. I think both of those eventualities, I can't Quite say possible. which are like yeah. I'm gonna, more likely. I'm going to make you make an overall guess at the end, obviously, because we love, we love yeah. flipping moments to yes. hold against you. But 
Rory, what do you think the most like for these three candidates? They're sat at 56, 40, and 16, respectively. Mm. On Monday, what do you think the most likely outcome is? Will we have one candidate, two I, candidates, three candidates? I think we'll probably have two. Um, those being? Those being Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak, okay. assuming that the three we talk about actually want to run. Of course. Um, I think with Penny Morden, um, I think. I think she is more likely to try and gather as many names as possible, but obviously she's quite a way behind the other two. So I think she's more likely to try and, you know, behind the scenes, come to a deal with, I would assume, Rishi Sunak. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I see her aligning more with Rishi Sunak than Boris Johnson, but I might be completely wrong. No, yeah. I think you're absolutely um, right on that. Yeah, so I think it would be Rishi Sunak and Boris Johnson. Um, or like Ben said, basically, I kind of agree with Ben. Um, yeah. I was going around about way of saying it, but um, <laughs> you yeah. don't want to admit to it too yeah. quickly. But um, I mean, if it was Boris Johnson v Rishi Sunak, that is like a, that is a proper grudge match, isn't that it? Really like is. it would be and brutal, there's a, and there's and no chance that one of them would drop out. No, and no. there's a lot of history there as yeah. well. And just to be clear, Boris Johnson backers. I mean, Nadine Dorries seemed absolutely furious yeah. at um, Rishi Sunak. They are furious at the fact that they feel like he was the person who stabbed Johnson in the back to cause him to fall mm -hmm. and for yeah. Liz Truss to then Which I think is giving Sunak a bit, bit well, too no, much credit. I, I like he was certainly part... He was but I think yeah. he was one of the biggest He was one well, of the biggest, but, but like, Javid did it before Javid, him. Let's and give like, Johnson credit. He did quite a lot of it of himself. Course, yeah. Of course, Sajid Javid also did it at the same time, but Sunak was the chancellor. I think that that's sure. what gave yeah. it weight. I do sort of understand... I think, well, look, all I'm saying is that I think that Sunak probably was the most instrumental part in what caused the downfall of Johnson. So I do... I think Boris Johnson was. Well, yeah. if, you're, no, no, <laughs> yeah. if you're not counting Johnson and yeah. all of his scandals, yeah. I, and if you're just naming other individuals, yeah. I would say that Sunak is, is the top of that. He sparked it all. Really. He, he, was, he was the spark. Okay. So I can understand so, that. So same question I suppose to Rory. One, two or three on Monday and who would those one, two or three be? I don't think it will. there will be three. You think there'll be... Two. No, two and... I think Rishi and, Rishi and Johnson. Okay, so let's talk about that pairing. Um, you've got some notes here that I imagine you want to read out. This is your opportunity to do so. Ab oh, about the possibilities. About the, about the matchup. So um, there's <laughs> there's a lot to discuss here. So firstly, um, I think that let's just go through the possibility of it being Boris versus Rishi, which you both think is the most likely, which I think, I think is tied as the most likely as Rishi just winning outright, but Rishi winning outright, there's not much not to say. Yeah. He's probably, yeah. you know, that he would just become leader on Monday. Yeah. If it is Boris versus Rishi, um, you've got to try and get into the mindset, firstly of conservative MPs. Like mm -hmm. what do they think that this would mean for the party um, for, for each of those? So Boris, if we mm -hmm. go back to Boris, um, one of the things is that he's the only person, and this is what Nadine Doris has been saying on Twitter mm -hmm. all, all, you know, all week, which is that he's the only person with a mandate. Yeah. He's the only person with a mandate from the British people. Which is true. He won the election. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot here. He won 365 seats mm -hmm. in the 2019 election. Um, he got 43.6 to Labour's 32.1 percent. Yeah. There's a 1.2 percent swing in favour of the Tories and a negative 7.9 percent swing for Labour. Yeah. You know he. He won, and just bear in mind in 2019 as well, that there was all the Brexit stuff going on. Yeah. There was Theresa May. 
she called an election in 2017 and reduced the seat numbers. Mm-hmm. It looked like, and, and it we could had have a coalition been a for five years thing. between yeah. 2010 and 2015. And then there was a, a majority, but only a very slim majority for David Cameron between 15 uh, uh, and 17, mm-hmm. which Theresa May also used. You know, he won the first sort of Tory majority, big Tory majority, really, for a number of decades. Like yeah. that, that was huge for him. So some Tory MPs will be looking at that and going, he could win. And that's really important as well because the Tories are behind in the polls at the minute. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we saw that the Tories were sort of like 33 per- uh, points behind in the polls. They're now, um, Retfield Wilson is now saying that they're 36 points behind. You know, even... And, huge. Which is, yeah. which is mm-hmm. massive. And they're saying that the trust in the Conservatives on the economy, which is, you know... Um, basically one of their main things only 15% say that they would trust the Tories with the economy which is wild to 40 uh, to 43% for uh, Labour yeah which is massive that's the wrong way around normally exactly so they might be looking at the those polling and going Johnson has won as an election Mm -hmm. he could turn this around so that's one way of looking at this Um, before you do the other side of this yes so the logic there is 2019 was very successful. He's got a proven track record when it comes to winning elections. He's been prime minister before. No one else has been on this list. Yeah. That's a good or bad thing, depending yeah. on how you look at it. His premiership wasn't exactly scandal free, as I'm sure we'll come on to. But he's got more of a track record than anyone else. The question I have when it comes to those kind yes. of the pros for Johnson. Yes. My question there is, does that still hold though? He was pitched against a Labour Party who was struggling at the time, mm. let's say. They'd done relatively well in 2017, but between 17 and 19 had lost some steam. Corbyn at that point was no longer the strongest opposition, really. So while Johnson did well in that instance, you've clearly, he did very well. Like I'm not trying to take anything away from that. But my question is, matched up against Starmer, with all of the additional baggage he picked up between 2019 and 2022, does he still hold these as really big advantages and really big uh, leverage? Or is this a thing of the past that's being held up? So obviously Starmer was ahead in the polls, specifically as well, sort of after Partygate. Mm -hmm. But the point is that it took quite a lot for Starmer to be ahead. And Mm. those polling numbers were not the numbers we're seeing currently. Yes. So yes, there are more questions as to the Labour Party is more united, Mm -hmm. their leader is more popular with the public, there is more suggestion that Labour could win the next election. But the point is, is that he is a proven, he has won an election, he's Mm -hmm. done a campaign, he's got a team behind him. And in times of crisis, people tend to go to the He also has the ability to draw a line under what Truss has done. He can say, well, return back to me Sure. That was just I, a weird sure. I had yeah. a cake. I was kicked out because of a party. Whatever. He can hope people have forgotten about that. COVID was long enough ago now that I think we people on the left can stir up a certain amount of anger, but how much they can reignite that is questionable. Um, he can draw a line under and say, "Hey, Tories, you should regret ever getting rid of me. I'm back. That was different. Yeah. I'm here again." Do you think that stands, Rory, well, or do you think say, he has? The, the, the Tories have. The, there's almost like a myth, I think, of Boris Johnson as an election winner, mm. and obviously that comes from the fact that he did win an election. He did it, yeah. And he won London twice to yeah. become mayor. Um, but you only have to look at the recent by-elections that happened under Boris Johnson to see that actually the Tories lost huge, Mm -hmm. huge ground there. Um, Chesham and Amersham, Wakefield, Mm -hmm. Tiverton and Honiton, 
North Ropshire. These were like, some of those were majorities of like 25,000-ish votes and they lost them under Boris And Johnson. this ultimately was part of his downfall. It yeah. wasn't his biggest issue by any means, but part of the narrative that strung together was he's got all of these scandals. It probably will lose us elections yeah. in the future. And look, it's already losing us by elections. So there's a few things. Uh, I, again, I do agree and I take the point. I'm mm. just going to sort of play devil's advocate here. Their argument would be a few things. Number one is that those... Uh, elections were held while the scandals were still fresh. True. So that 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 probably helped yep. opposition uh, uh, parties. Um, the second point is that they they weren't in election season, which means that they didn't have the ele the Tory election machine mm -hmm. whirring and producing you know uh, all kinds of leaflets things like that that that, that helped the of Tories course. and campaigning etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, they were held at sort of opportune times for uh, opposition parties. But I do completely take mm. your point that they did exceptionally badly nonetheless. And yeah. they did lose these huge, as you say, they were, these weren't seats with small majorities. Yeah, these aren't you know, the ones they should these lose. These were ones <laughs> they shouldn't even lose given those circumstances. Yeah. They, they should still have been um, been quite big. Yeah. Okay, so those that's kind of the case for Johnson. Yeah. Before we get to the case against Johnson, mm. let's take a short break. We have to have another pint as per the rules. Yeah. So we'll be back in um, no, time. no time. No time. No time for the audience. For us. Yeah. We'll play. We'll, we'll fast forward through this. Yeah. For the old video viewers, get some music, get a fast forward montage of us poorly pouring pints. Yeah. Are we going to bring and them we'll in here? And we'll be back in a second. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, welcome back to Trust Issues. Uh, I'm still joined by Ben Blissett and Rory Taylor. Yeah. Uh, second pint, you yeah. ready? Ready. Half, ready. Second half. Second half. It's second gonna be pint. better half. Better half, right? Better half. Better oh, pint. it just gets better. Yeah. Okay, so that, that was kind of the case for Boris Johnson. We just set out there. Mm. He's an election winner. He um, has a mandate. He has been prime minister before for better or he's got worse. a lot of mp back we didn't really mention this but he has a lot of mps backing him as yep. well there's a lot of there's a huge swathe of the con well not maybe a huge well, but see, there might not be a hundred yeah. there are some there are some yeah. uh, one one very keen very nadini <laughs> okay so backer those that's kind of the case for johnson yeah. do you want to run through the case against because Bringing back a former prime minister in this manner is entirely unprecedented. <laughs> so what are we looking at as why they shouldn't? Well, let's just remind ourselves as to why he left. It okay. was because he was absolutely doused in scandal. He was just dripping in Westminster scandal of, of uh, a, a huge kind. So, so these are just some of the scandals that Johnson had to face during his premiership. Go for it. He had the prorogation scandal where he was found to have unlawfully advised the Queen. Classic. Um, the Jennifer Arcuri scandal where he didn't declare that he was having a, an affair with an American businesswoman who Not got good contracts look. when he was the mayor of London. The Barnard Castle scandal, which was Dominic Cummings breaking lockdown rules. Also the PPE contract scandal, which was the government giving contracts to, uh, well, mates of Tory MPs. Bit messy. The uh, Partygate scandal. Don't need to go into that one. Um, the scandal over his flat refurbishment. Too much uh, which, which was, uh, you know, that was quite, quite large. Uh, and, you know, 
the, the funny thing is that happened and then he just had to, to leave right after that. The uh, Owen Patterson scandal. I'm not making uh, a scandals o- And then <laughs> there were scandals over him misleading Parliament, which are still going through Parliament. Very and then a whole scary. host of uh, sex scandals, which ranges from MPs watching porn in the House of Commons. There was uh, tractors. To serious sexual offences by Tory MPs. No comment. So, uh, did you have fun there, Jack? I did not. There were a couple of ones I didn't expect when I was reading down the bullet point. I wouldn't have started that game otherwise. To be fair to Boris, though, we all make mistakes, don't we? So <laughs> it's, you know, True. Yeah. Who amongst us hasn't done all of those things? I've, I've looked at tractors. I've given multi-million <laughs> pound contracts yeah. to friends. Mm. And I have, <laughs> as I said, <laughs> driven to Barnard Castle, yeah. but I can't drive. So, there you go. Yeah, I'm off true. the hook for that one. No, so, Jack just got a train in lockdown to uh, Barnard Castle. Is there a train station there? I, I honestly don't know. Durham? I guess. Must be. Surely get an Uber. Could you get Ubers during Not COVID? There. Not oh, there. Very true. <laughs> that Barnard Castle feels yeah. like one of the places you'd arrive in. You'd be like, oh, let's get an Uber there. You open the app. I have driven past You've it You've not before, got shit. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> mm. um, so we derailed that slightly. I uh, think the beers there's a, Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of scandals. He, he resigned amid a lot of scandals. And yeah. that suggests he shouldn't come back, basically. We could add to the list, though. That's a fun list to read yeah. through. And if he came back for a couple of years, general election live stream 2024. Maybe even more. Got a massive list. I, I just want to add on. Ben could have a scroll that he like drops <laughs> and it goes. Yeah, that would be fun. Would like be like fun. An, an archaic sort of scroll. See, we've run through the list of scandals and clearly there's a number there. And if you were to be re-elected prime minister, this list is only going to get longer. But it's, it's kind of not like these issues have gone away. The public is still aware of these. Some of these are still very active in the public consciousness. One kind of more than any other. That's the kind of scandal around him lying to Parliament, which not only continues to be a prescient issue, but also is still being investigated in the Commons. So what's kind of the timeline around that? Because that could really undo him if he were to come back. Okay, so basically the timeline is uh, in November this Privileges Committee uh, investigation is going to kick off. It's mm-hmm. expected to last around three weeks and is going to look into whether Boris Johnson misled Parliament about the Partygate comments made in 2021. Yeah. He basically claimed that he didn't have any knowledge of them. Um, they're allowing people to come forward anonymously to share evidence with the committee yeah. to suggest that you know perhaps he did have some knowledge beforehand that that, that was going on. Um, they're not using beyond reasonable doubt which okay. is the sort of criminal uh, line for being proven guilty effectively. Sure. They're going to do on the balance of probability. So if on the balance of probability they believe that he did have information and he did know that parties were happening, mm-hmm. um, then when he said that he didn't, that means he misled the House. It, are they trying to... They're trying to establish that he knowingly misled Parliament, yes. right? Yes. That's the really difficult part. Yes. Is that knowingly, he, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, uh, exactly. If they find that he has knowingly misled Parliament then that gets him into some basically a sticky situation yeah. because so yeah. yeah what happens if the verdict is he not only did it accidentally it wasn't just oh it was next door i'm in the building but i was upstairs what what's the deal if we find out he knowingly misled so if he knowingly misled parliament mm-hmm. then they can they decide on the punishment themselves we don't know what that's going to be okay. it's up to them but what they can do is suspend him from the House of Commons for a number of days. Okay. Now, uh, if the decision... Which is just contra... Any prime minister, beyond whatever consequence you're about to say, a prime minister being suspended from the House, Mm. huge on its own, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But there's a possibility that it could get even worse for him. Beyond huge. Beyond huge. Yes. Massive bigger than huge? 
Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, so that is that uh, if they decide that the punishment is that he's suspended for more than 10 working days, which is the equivalent of 14 days, then Unless he... there's a bank holiday. Unless there's a bank holiday. Yeah, Very good you. point. Um, good interjection Thanks, there. thanks <laughs> Jack. Yeah. Um, then this could trigger a recall election. If he's suspended for more yes. than 10 days, his constituents from... Uxbridge and South Wyslip. Can do what? can sign a recall petition if more than 10 percent of them do so then yeah. there will be a by-election in his constituency it's important to note that he is able to stand in that yeah but you know it's a by-election and polling currently suggests that labor are ahead in that constituency wow. which means that the the sitting prime minister at that point could lose, could lose their, their, seat. their seat what and happens if, then well if that happens then um so firstly uh, it's only by convention that the prime minister is a sitting member of the house of commons so he could still remain prime minister but just that as a does bloke. just as a bloke uh, <laughs> but that is that is huge and that means that he can't that he can't um can't turn up in the house of commons can't turn up in the house of commons and yeah. can't do things that I like are the idea of him showing up on bbc news and it's Boris With Johnson, prime minister. bloke. bloke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. The last time this actually happened, interestingly, uh, Alec Douglas oh, Hume in 1963, on. who was a sitting member of the House of Lords, not a sitting member of the House wow. of Commons, when he became prime minister, he had to resign from the House of Lords and then uh, basically stood in a by-election and was elected to the House of Commons to become prime minister. So fun fact. The last time this happened was 1963, so which is a long time ago. If Boris Johnson. I mean, there's a lot of ifs in this. If yeah. Boris Johnson becomes prime minister again, yes. yeah. if he's if he misleads Parliament and he ends up being kicked out, whatever, yeah. you get the point. Um, We're so far we'll, down yeah. this decision tree. Yeah. Do you do you think that he will be the party will parachute him into a safe seat for a by-election? Going back so to the House there's of speculation that um, Boris Johnson superfan um, Nadine Dorries, of course, um, could potentially stand down in her constituency. She's going so, in for Lords anyway. So that she in can theory, be appointed yeah. to the House of Lords and then Johnson could run in her constituency. Which is a safer seat. Which is a much plan, safer yeah. That's a good seat. Sure, I think her yes. Seat is. So yeah. a much, much Knowledge. safer seat. <laughs> so that is that. That is right. So he'll basically pay her off by giving her a, 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 you know, a peerage, going to the House of yeah. Lords. He'll then just uh, take her seat, which is safer than Uxbridge and South Wyslip. It's also worth saying that even if he doesn't win this, if, if, if he doesn't become prime minister again, yeah. all of this could still happen. He yeah. could still be He could still be kicked out of Ireland. Absolutely. Yeah. But being prime minister, it, it would yeah, be, be a big you know, ten times yeah. larger. Okay, it so. would be massive, Rory, <laughs> yeah. which is bigger than large. Bigger than large, yeah. That's contentious in itself. I'm not sure you can say that. I'm sure there's a. Um... Oh, it doesn't matter. Figure Go on. There's a what's that show? Is it Brass Eye? Mm. Yeah, there's a Brass Eye <laughs> thing about it's bigger I than large. Referencing it, bigger than well, I can't remember what it is. I'll just embarrass it's myself. It's bigger than big. It's large or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Great show. Isn't it great when a couple of white guys get around the table and half quote a TV yeah. show? Yeah. Isn't that just the most exciting thing? We want to do Peep Show. We can do Peep Show. Oh, oh we could do yeah. no, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, so <laughs> for Nam, Jeremy, <laughs> stop it. So those are the pros and cons of Johnson. Pros, he's got a mandate, he's got a track record, he's won elections. Yes. Cons, dripping in scandal, and one of those scandals in... So, dripping in scandal, which means he's broadly unpopular with the wider electorate, mm. still pretty yeah. popular with the conservative base, but wider electorate, he's going to struggle. Admittedly, against a Labour this strong, everyone's not got great odds. 
but he's going to struggle as well. More specifically, the investigation in the Commons, which, as you said, has the slightly lower bounds of the beyond, sorry, not beyond the reasonable doubt, instead on the balance of probabilities. So it's not impossible he could be found guilty by the Commons investigation, in which case he could face by-election in which he could lose now that is 15 coulds in a row but even still that's a pretty solid base it's a, of it would be a risk to, it's a to risk yeah. and it's probably the greatest risk of general election mm. right yes so the other two options morden and sunak have their own risk we're going through johnson specifically because he's a former prime minister and that's more interesting but the other two also have their own risks it's just that his risks could lead to a general election, yes. which right now would be pretty catastrophic. So it's really difficult with a general election because basically you need the Conservative Party to agree to it. Yeah. Um, that is the only way that an election could be held. <coughs> um, ben Walker... <laughs> <laughs> it went up my nose. It really feels like I died. You Have you we... drunk beer before? Like, do, you you, do you remember when you jump in a pool as a kid and it goes right yeah, up your you nose? Don't, don't do that. I need like a little what are those those clips <laughs> called. What is going on? I got no jump point. Just keep going. No, this is this is we're That's in the tail cut. end of that the is podcast. being cut. You can't no, keep not. that in. We're keeping it. You in. can't keep it in. Watch me. Also, these um, chairs are so so squeaky. <laughs> They're definitely being picked up. I don't know where we were. Where were I we? Moved back um, election. Desperately. You said Ben Walker. You said Ben Walker, but yes, yeah, so like Ben Walker. So Ben Walker of Britain Elects and the New Statesman has yep. basically laid out one possible scenario um, that could see a general election. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's really hard for a general election to actually happen without the Conservatives, you know, consent to it. Of course. They, ne they need that. Mm -hmm. It either has to be the Prime Minister calls one um, just on their own back yeah. or Parliament needs to agree to it. Um, Parliament is composed currently of more than 50% of them are Tory MPs. Yeah. So some Tory MPs would need to vote with it. Um, so that's really difficult. But uh, one possibility to get a uh, general election, according to uh, Ben Walker, is that Sunak wins the MP vote. Mm -hmm. So uh, th that would be the, the early stages. So he gets more in the indicative vote. But Johnson also goes to the membership. So it's a Rishi v. Um, Boris, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, vote. Uh, but Rishi has been proved to be more popular with the MPs. Sure. Johnson then wins and becomes Prime Minister again yep. on the membership vote. Mm -hmm. A number of MPs then leave the party because they say that they don't like Johnson being Prime Minister again. Yeah. And then there's a budget that Johnson introduces, which is really controversial. Sure. Conservative members and uh, newly independent members, because they've left the Conservative Party, yep. vote against the budget and the, and the government lose. Yeah. They lose a confidence matter and therefore the government falls and there's a general election. That is the idea. But that is a possible scenario, I was about not say, likely. There's I was so say many huge ifs if in true there. there, but yeah. yeah, there's a lot. The thing is, I mean, that, so which that parts do you disagree But equally, with? equally, that scenario is one of many other, like yeah. there's lots of scenarios which lead to this. That's just yeah, one of them. This, that is a particularly chaotic scenario, but so many likely scenarios are also very chaotic. Yeah. And, and I think that kind of sums it up really in that, whoever wins is going to have a really difficult job and I don't think we're suddenly going to have a era of stability of course um, There's the, the, yeah. the, all the likelihoods seem bad <laughs> to be quite frank for the Conservatives for the country for Johnson for Truss for Sunak for everyone all of them are bad happy days 
You got most of a pint to drink. Still. I still yeah, do. Still Are we like, nearly at the end? I mean, you just depressed everyone very <laughs> hard. Like, yeah. do you want to give us some good news? Doesn't even need to be about this. Just lighten the mood. Did you Doctor Who episode yeah. on Sunday? Oh, I said good oh, news. I've got a good fact about Liz Truss. This is great. Yeah. I know this fact. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Do it. Do it. It's a great uh, fact. Go on. Liz Truss is the first British Prime Minister since. Where are you I, don't, I don't know what camera to. <laughs> I, I'm not allowed on camera often, so this is new to me. Um, Liz Truss is the first British Prime Minister since 1963 to have to to not have had an episode of Doctor Who aired during her premiership. However, however, there is an episode on Sunday. Yeah, so that's going to be ruined. Yeah, you can cut that probably. No, it's staying in. It's a a bad fact, but I also (laughs) saw it. I don't even like Doctor Who. I I double whammy. Wow, double admission there. Yeah, you're not allowed to say that on the podcast. Yeah. She's bleep like, it out. Yeah. He says I don't like Doctor oh, Who and then big old bleep. <laughs> and I don't like bleep. Yeah. yeah. You don't like the Daleks. That's true. Yeah. You're not meant to like them, right? Bad guys? Like plunger. Yeah, but yeah. but good, we... objectively good villains for a TV show. We can't. Sure. T- we've got to stop talking about Doctor Who. We've got to get back to... Well, I think we're done, right? All right, okay. Yeah. I'm, so, getting, I'm getting head shakes from uh, the <laughs> person editing here. So... You're editing, mate. Oh, I am <laughs> editing. Don't, don't chuck this on someone else. Okay, so recap. Mm. And during my recap, everyone needs to finish because this is the end. Yeah. Oh, we, let I, me just, are we wait, downing it? No, wait, 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 wait. wait. Don't because I need to finish mine and then you've <laughs> and then got you all the time recap, my recap. Yeah. Okay. You, you've got some work to do. Are we, what, is this on camera? Am I cutting this? What do you What's mean it's on camera? He's about I'm, to I'm on ca- Look at me, I'm on camera. This is awful. For the, <laughs> can I just apologise to those who aren't watching on YouTube and have no, no idea of the chaos? This far. Literally yeah. nobody. Anyone listening on podcast, I apologise. Okay, so. Recap on what we've said. We're now letting MPs vote. They've got until Monday. If 100 MPs back an individual, they make it through to the next round. If one person makes it through that, they've then won. They are the new prime minister yeah. by default. Yeah. They are coronated. If not, if two people make it through, then the Conservative Party membership have roughly the the working week days. to vote. Uh, at the end of which, their votes will be counted. We'll have a new prime minister. If there's three, we'll have the whittle situation. We don't have time <laughs> to get back into whittling, but there'll be there'll be some whittling. Regardless. Post Whittle, the MP- the membership will still get an opportunity to vote. And then still, by the end of next week, at some point, we should have a clear indication of who the new Prime Minister will be via a semi-controversial online vote. The most likely outcome, at least according to our panel of semi-experts, is a Boris versus Rishi second round where where members are voting between Boris and Rishi. Now, Rishi has a number of issues on his own. We haven't really run through those in this podcast. We'll be back on beginning of next week if if that is the reality we'll discuss that in detail in this episode we went through boris johnson specifically he's got a mandate he's got a track record he's been prime minister however he's dripping in scandal he was kicked out once a bunch of people don't like him there's some mps who might resign if he is brought in so there's it's 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 not good or bad but there's risks there's real risks there the most likely outcome then is that rishi and johnson both make it through Sunak and Johnson. Why are we mixing first yeah. and last names in my piece of paper? Someone's trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> Sunak and Johnson both get through to the final round 
um, and then there's some kind of fight and we don't fully know who would win that it seems Johnson maybe yeah. which would be crazy I'm it would mean sure a little trust blip in the middle of a Johnson yeah, premiership the Johnson era but as the person who makes the thumbnails I've got so many cutouts of Johnson's face yeah. that from yeah. a practical perspective I'd only be cutting out a new leader yeah. I'm glad that you're putting the country for six first weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the situation We'll be back on Monday. So, is this a Tuesday? Is this the last trust issues then? Yes. Come no. Tuesday, it'll be no. Some, oh, no. no. No, sorry. Yeah. No. We, we're going to call it trust issues next week. Next week, yeah. Because she's still prime minister. We can't I name suppose. it after. And there's, we won't have a prime minister then. Okay. Yeah. Penultimate then. Rishi Wranglings. Mm, don't like that. No, no, no. Comment below any ideas. Yeah. Um, but no, we don't know. We're going to stick with trust issues until we have a solid idea of the new prime minister and then we'll maybe consider. But I would argue what's going to happen next week is still a truss issue. Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah. Well said. Regardless, we'll be back next week. Um, don't push us any higher up on the podcast charts because we can't, we this shows can't handle two pints. <laughs> it was a bad idea. Um, but two we'll, pints have been sunk by all of us, so it's happened. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. We'll see you next week. <laughs>